Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. to another episode of the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast. If you are watching me on YouTube, watching this podcast, the video version, you'll see that I am in my kitchen. We are in the middle of a bit of a remodel. And so things at our house are all kind of torn up and my office is did get a little of that collateral damage. So yeah, I'm out in the kitchen looking outside, enjoying the weather and looking at the beautiful water. And ah, it's good. The summertime is so wonderful. So today, Listen, I want to talk to you about a tactic and strategy that you can start doing right away in your business that's going to make some significant traction for you and help you get ahead. And what I want to talk to you about is the importance of scheduling or planning thinking time. I know, I know. You're probably thinking, what the heck are you talking about? Like thinking time, I hardly have time to poop. Well, that would be me too. However, What I have found is that, you know, running a business is there's always something to do. There's always something on fire. There's emails or people that you need to take care of or taxes or your account needs something or you got to deal with the insurance thing or there's software problems or scheduling. I mean, there's just, you know, owning a business just comes with its own set of unique challenges and responsibilities. It's almost like having another job. You know, if you were just a W-2 employee in your own business and somebody else ran the business, you could show up punch your clock, go in, do your job, punch clock, go home and enjoy your evening and never give another thought about the business. But as a clinician, if you are listening and you own your own practice, then you know that it doesn't work that way. When all the clinical work is done, then we still have all the other things that we need to do. There's marketing to think about. There's, you know, taxes and savings and finance and paying the bills and you know, looking for vendors and all the things that go into running a business. So how do you keep all of that straight in your head? Sometimes, I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes it feels pretty darn overwhelming. And my list of to-dos that are not, uh, how do I say, they're not focused on my end game. In other words, what I really want to be doing or what's going to move the needle in my business those things are the things I really want to focus. I want to put, you know, 60% of my time, 70% of my time working on those things. But the problem is, is that all the other things end up getting in the way. I was looking the other day in my list of tasks. And as a team, we all use a project management software called Asana. And I was looking in my tasks of all the things that I needed to do. And there was a ton of stuff in there that was just personal things like, check on a refund and something didn't ship that was supposed to be shipped. And then there was something else that came that it needs to get returned. And then I needed to call our, we have insurance for state farm and there was a problem with the bill. And so I have to call them and find out what happened. And, you know, all those little things that get in the way of us doing what we need to do. So how can we create a space where we just can push all of that other stuff away and the space is for just thinking about the business. And that's what I like to call thinking time. So this is a relatively new habit for me. I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, my top 
five favorite books. And one of them was a book by Keith Cunningham. I'm actually listening to it, not reading it, but it's a book by Keith Cunningham and it's called The Road Less Stupid. And he talks about this. And this was actually where I, I'd heard it before, but this is where I thought, okay, I think I'm in a place where I'm ready to start initiating this. So when I very first started to do this, I literally set my timer on my phone for 10 minutes because to ask me to sit still for 10 minutes is hard, 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 hard. And for my mouth to not talk, like I am a goer all the time. So I just set my timer for 10 minutes and I thought, I'm not gonna do anything but just sit and think. And I'm only gonna think about my business. I'm not gonna think about my husband. I'm not gonna think about my kids and my grandkids and all the other stuff that's on my to-do list got calling State Farm for the third time. I'm not gonna think about that. I'm only going to think about my business. I might think about how are we following up with missed or lost patient appointments? How am I handling, how, how am I showing up for my clinical academy community, my uh, membership, the clinical membership? How am I showing up for them? Do I need to show up differently? Do I need to do something differently for them? What am I doing inside Clinical Business Academy for the doctors that are growing their businesses and really actively working on that? How, how can I make that experience better for them? What kind of resources can I provide? How do I treat my team better? Or how do I incentivize them? Or how do I create objectives and goals for them? Or what do I need to, where's my next marketing strategy? Like, what do I want to do? Do I want to create a webinar? Do I want, what do I want to do? Now that sounds like a lot, I know, but I just kind of pick one, one or two things that I want to just think about. But what happens is cause my mind gets so quiet. And the first few days I tried it, it was not quiet in there. All my little men were running around crashing into each other because they didn't know where to go or how to get in single file and line up. So it took me a few days to get my brain to calm down so I could go, okay, I think I can get some focused thought done here. But as I have been committed to doing this every single day, I've noticed much like meditation that my brain just starts to get a little bit quieter and it starts when it's time for me to sit in my chair. And I sit in the same chair, by the way, every day. I think ritual is an important part of training your body and your nervous system what's supposed to happen. So when I go sit in that chair, there's only two things so far in that chair that have happened. It's my journaling chair, and now it's my quiet time chair, which both of them kind of go together. So I go sit in my chair, and I just sit, and I my job is just to think, and I set my timer for 10 minutes. Sometimes, a few times, timer's gone off. I'm like, mm, I'm not done. I'm right in the middle of some good thinking. So I stop the timer and then I just kind of let myself continue until I know that my process is done. So all of this to say, listen, friend, if you own your own business, I get it. And it's hectic and chaotic. And if it feels like you're treading water and you're not getting ahead and you're frustrated and you're overwhelmed because all the things are starting to happen and you're trying to take care of patients and you're trying to be a parent and a spouse and a friend and have a social life and get outside and exercise and take care of yourself and plan good meals. And all that just starts getting so overwhelming. What often happens is the wheel that doesn't squeak the loudest, which is your quiet little business over here. The patients squeak loud, the children and the spouse squeak loud, but the business doesn't squeak very loud. And so it gets ignored but it's the one thing, it's the vehicle. Your business is the vehicle to your clinical success. You could be the best clinician in the world. You could be a stellar clinician, but if you suck at running a business, your 
overdrawing your account and you're not treating your people well. And so there's a rev revolving door of employees and you can't hire and the reputation gets out that you are a crappy person to work for. If you don't have those kinds of business things set, you're just going to burn through your money. You're not going to be able to make enough money to be able to support yourself the way that you deserve to be supported. So the business has to have a little bit of your attention. So my challenge to you is to sit down in your thinking chair for 10 minutes every day, just 10 minutes and just think, pick something and just let your creative mind start to talk to you. It's going to take you a few days and it'll feel a little bit frustrating in the beginning, but it does get better. I promise. And you're going to find that the chair will start to call to you. And I found a couple of times that even during the middle of the day, when I've been like, wheels are falling off the bus. Oh my gosh. That I tend to kind of think I just need to go in my chair. I just need to go get in my chair and get quiet. It's like the place where you're going to get centered. And you may find that while you're in your chair or your designated spot might be your car. I don't know. But while you're in that place, I think you're going to find that your creativity is starting to speak to you. You're going to start to think of different ways that you may be able to handle a complex patient case, or you might get an aha about something that you've been stuck with. Maybe it's an aha about your own health. Something you go, oh my gosh, well, of course that's it. That's what it's been all along. And then that opens up a whole new possibility for you, but we can't let those creative thoughts, they don't have room to come in when there's, when all your little men are running around inside your head and they're not in single file. Think of the, how the, in the military, everybody lines up and they all march exactly the same, exactly the same. My little men, no, 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 no. There was no lines in there. They were all just crashing into each other like crazy. But once I started to have the discipline of sitting down, they, there started to be more order and quiet and calm so that I actually could think and I could come up with some ideas and thoughts and things that I might want to try or do or improve. And that only happened because I allowed myself time to sit down and just get quiet. So my challenge to you this week, my friend, is find your quiet chair, go find a place where you can sit down, be quiet, be still. And just let your brain think about your business because your business deserves it. You deserve it. I want you I'm more than anything. I wake up every day and my number one motivator is to help you either reach and or reach more people and find more people. You want to impact people and you want to find more people. You got to serve them with your clinical skills and you have to have a successful business in order to get more people. That's it. There's only two things. And that's what I love doing every single day is helping you do that. That's why I do the podcast every single week, because I want to help you either serve more people or attract and get more people. So there you go, friend. That's it for this week. Find your quiet chair. I'd love to know, like if you find your chair, send me a picture of your chair. I'll tell you what, I will post a picture of my chair. How about that? I'll post it on my Instagram. I'll post a picture of my quiet chair, my thinking chair it's called, and it's right by the window. Oh, it's a great chair. It's super comfy. I love it. So I'll send, I'll post a picture of my, when this podcast, the day that this podcast drops, I will post a picture on my Instagram page of my thinking chair. So you can see what mine is. And I would love to see yours as well. If you love these podcasts, it would mean the world to me. If you would take a minute and leave us a review. And if you'd write a review, that'd be really awesome because I love hearing from you. I love to know what things that you love and the topics that may have impacted you the most, because this really is a weekly labor of love by myself and my team 
to make sure that we are giving you the best information that we can to help you as a wellness practitioner grow and scale your wellness practice. Take care, friend. See you next week.